Smarties, today we're going to talk about why you shouldn't correct your child's homework. If you are new here, welcome. I'm Rachel Cap, And I'm Stephanie Pitts. Together, we host this podcast, the Learn Smarter Podcast, where we work together to educate, encourage, and expand understanding for parents of students with different learning profiles through growing awareness of ed therapy, individualized strategies, community support, coaching, and educational content. We would love it if you would join us on Facebook in the Smarties of the Learn Smarter Podcast Facebook group. We problem solve together, we support one another, and we grow there together as a community. Let's dig in. You want to learn faster, but sometimes working harder is just not the answer. You have to learn smarter. The Educational Therapy Podcast. Hi, Smarties. Welcome to episode 116 of Learn Smarter, the Educational Therapy Podcast. I'm Stephanie Pitts. And I'm Rachel Cap. And today we're talking about why you shouldn't correct your students' homework. This whole episode sort of came about because we've seen this both in our practices, where yes. we see things that the kids are doing in front of us, that they're turning in homework and getting hundred percent or getting all A's on everything. And then when we ask them to actually practice or do something, they have no idea how to do things. Mm-hmm. And so there's some real good reasons why you shouldn't correct your students' homework. And it's really hard to hold back as a parent. It's hard to hold back as an ed therapist. It's so true. But we have to remember where the student is at. Like in writing, have they learned yet what a certain rule is? They're not using it, so we shouldn't correct it because they haven't actually learned it yet. Yep. And it's so hard to pull back because if we see something wrong, that's your first instinct is to correct it. However, remember, they might not know it's wrong and they're not at that level. So you don't want to create confusion. So let's talk about the different reasons why you shouldn't correct your student's homework. So the first is that it is really important for the teacher to have an accurate understanding of what they understand and what they don't. Teachers often use homework and work that's turned in as a diagnostic tool to see whether students are ready to move on to the next subject. And if we're supplementing and interfering and preventing independence from naturally occurring, then we're setting the teacher up for a false understanding of actually what's going on. And let's keep this in mind about the learning at home distance learning, because the teachers are going to have even less information about your student because they're not in the classroom. Mm. So the second thing is it can create learned helplessness because students know you'll go ahead and fix it. So why try? It also can create anxiety when usually there's already anxiety present when students are learning something new and can really, really both trigger and almost reinforce perfectionism in our students. We need to be teaching our kids that making mistakes on homework is expected and is safe. Yeah. And that the teachers aren't expecting to see perfection. Yeah, homework isn't a test, guys. No. Not every assignment is critically important. So sometimes you need to remember to pick your battles. Like we said before, I, in particular, have given students the okay, the freedom, 
to not complete an assignment because if it's not complete versus not done at all and they're still turning it in. So it's important to note that sometimes the process is going to be more important than the result, right? So don't focus on the end game. It's the process for them. So we're not saying let your students totally flounder Mm -mm. and totally just fall apart and turn it in and we don't care. That's not what we're saying, but we're saying be mindful of the active engagement that you're having and what lessons you're teaching when you are correcting or supplementing or reinforcing or reteaching. Sometimes our kids genuinely need a reteach on something. They need to see it another way. and But just know if you're the right person, and that's totally based off your relationship with your child and their age, to be perfectly honest. Mm-hmm. Are you the right person to be showing them how to do something? Do you need to help them figure out which resource they should be looking at or make a connection with somebody who could support them? Do they need to learn from a friend in that particular moment? Mm-hmm. Just know your child. It's a great practice on writing emails or mm-hmm. working on self-advocacy mm-hmm. is telling the teacher, I don't understand. That's hard for a lot of kids, but how empowering if we teach them that they can ask for help. We want to teach them that when they open up themselves to vulnerability like that, it's going to be met with receptiveness and openness on the other side. Yeah, We can't always be the ones supporting our kids. You need your village. Yeah, you do need your village. Especially during this time, you need your village. Who's the person to go to that can really help with this question? Yeah. And we often need to focus on one skill at a time. This is really important for educational therapy. It is. And in writing in particular. So if we're working on getting ideas out on a page, I'm not worried about spelling because getting the ideas out on the page is the one skill we're working on. If we were working on spelling, that would be one thing. Or we were working on grammar, that'd be one thing. But When you expect, and we have writing episodes about this, when you expect all the things all at once, something is going to fall apart. So remember, the teacher may also be focusing on one skill. I've had parents who said, the teacher didn't correct this. That might be because that's not what they're working on, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. We have to really examine whether you're helping with homework or interfering with Mm -hmm. homework, right? And a lot of negativity, we hear this all the time, particularly with parents of middle school and high school students who sort of see the deficits and know what their kids need to do in order to improve, but the kid just does not want to hear it from their parent. And so then all of a sudden there's negativity occurring around learning, especially when a child feels proud about something and the feedback is it's not enough. Or you're not good enough. Well, that's what they hear. Yeah. Right? Like when you're coming and showing something that you're super proud of and you're just expecting the praise, and the reaction is, you should have done this, this, and this. We always say, don't should all over yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, feel free to share that concern with the teachers. And you can collaborate with the teachers and together decide or ultimately let them decide how they want to handle it. Because teachers have a lot more context than parents. I always say parents are the experts, undoubtedly, in their kid. But teachers are experts on that age. They've taught that age. It's true. And another thing is the difference between 
coaching towards answers and giving answers. Mm -hmm. So coaching towards answers is going to be one of those things where, well, if we don't know the answer, we don't know how to find that specific problem. What is a way that you can help yourself figure out how to get to the answer instead of saying, well, here's the answer or here's what you should have done. You're wanting to teach kids to use their resources. I love telling kids all the time, use your resources. What are your resources? And this goes back to having a living strategies document. Use your resources. The final thing that we kind of want to leave you with, Smarties, is to know your kid and to know what they need versus what you want and who they need to hear from in that particular moment. And it's okay when it's not you. It is. Let's just sit with that for a second. It's okay if it's not you. You're still a good parent. Mm-hmm. It's not a reflection of your parenting, but rather a positive reflection of the fact that you have a child that wants to separate. That's the goal. Independent, separated adults who are not living in your homes anymore. <laughs> so Smarties, we hope that this has resonated with you about taking a second thought before you correct your student's homework. Totally. Totally. Have a great week. Have a great week, Smarties.